0: So, uh, LB wanted me to do this whole bit right here where I was going to go ahead and do all the projects that Microsoft has killed over the years uh, in the style of we didn't start the fire. Of course, this asshole wanted me to do this right before the show started. He told me right before the show started, while we were doing show prep and notes. And so, yeah, yeah it really just kind of turned out to be absolute dog shit. Um, the it's note not values bad. were off. It was terrible. <laughs> the note values were off. It was first pass. I couldn't find any good rhyming structures. I didn't have any time to practice this whatsoever. And yeah, just fuck you, Elby. Let's play Dota afterwards. Hello and welcome to episode 178 of the Coast to Coast Expanding Universe podcast show. I, of course, am Gabriel. This is my co-host, uh, Kevin. Hello. And now, She's having some trouble here today. <laughs> I
1: didn't know that you switched that to the intro. Uh, I thought you were still uh, going to do the other intro.
0: Oh, no. No, 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 no. Corsair wasn't going to do that.
2: No, I started laughing because you started to say Chris instead of to Kevin. I almost said Kevin. Chris, <laughs> yes.
0: I almost said Chris, yeah. Crabbin... <laughs> Just like my parents Kevin. when I was a kid. Aaron, Kevin. That was my name. Kevin. Don't worry. I was Rick Christopher. <laughs> or <Carl> Christopher. <laughs> or, you know, uh, of course, my parents were Southern, so it was full name at all times. Oh, it's always full name. It was all three names at all times. What time. about middle name? All three names at all times. I'm not yes. that Southern. I don't have four names, Kevin.
3: Okay.
0: Um yeah, it's episode 178 of the Coast Coast Podcast Universe show. How is everybody oh, doing? Oh, I'm very sleepy for some reason. Turd. So I cannot turd. stop yawning. Sleepy and o-turd. Oh, That's a pretty good way to start the weekend. Yep, o-turd. Oh,
1: Maybe <laughs> things will ramp up when I drink this coffee.
0: Coffee. Cool. Have a little bit of coffee. With the wolves. <laughs> and the water.
1: Coffee Sorry. and the wolves in the water.
0: Water. Water. It's not water. It's water. I forget I could have I, apo- I apologize.
2: Down
0: the That's Boston, man. That's, no. That's Boston. That's Boston. That's Boston, not Philly. That's right philly is not quite as uh round no crash
2: i can't have i can't have some chowder later
0: chowder? Sadly. you don't want any chowder why don't you want any chowder, chowder nath shellfish
2: allergy Kinda like breathing.
0: everybody oh, wow. has to eat the chowder nath <laughs> always with the chowder
1: wait do, do you have to like tell everyone in the office that you have a shellfish allergy and stuff
2: so no, because in, like, my shrimp. coworkers
0: don't tend to force me me food. She okay. she's not one of the my my older brother has a shellfish allergy also, uh, but his is it's not like an anaphylaxis allergy. Well, okay, it's not yeah. a sudden anaphylaxis allergy. It's not like a peanut allergy, like a bad peanut allergy.
2: So I didn't have a shellfish allergy until my mid thirties,
0: and he was the exact same way.
2: Yeah. So what I got told was. It will turn into an anaphylaxis allergy if you keep eating shellfish. So the more, once they once they say, yeah, you have a shellfish allergy, stop eating it. You have to stop eating it because if you keep eating it, the allergic reaction gets worse every time you have it, to the point that it will be an anaphylaxis allergy.
0: Yeah, he's he's wow. still manageable with Benadryl at this point. So when it happens, his is still manageable with Benadryl. It's been I just almost twenty years at this point. Yeah, I just haven't had shellfish. Yeah. <laughs> I just. Well his extent- I miss it.
2: Oh god, do I miss it.
0: <laughs> his extended to bivalves too, which was wild.
2: Uh well th- so it depends on who you talk to, but when I was told to stop eating, I was told that bivalves are classed as shellfish because they contain the same enzyme as shellfish it, it, that is what triggers it. Mm-hmm. Oh
1: wow, well, that sucks for you, now because sure that's that, all—that's yeah. where all the good shellfish You think?
2: Shows. You think? My yeah. favorite foods include shrimp, scallops, lobster, crab, and I can't fucking have any of it.
1: Yeah. Yep. What it about sucks. muscles? <laughs> muscles, are bivalve,
2: <laughs> oh. muscles are bivalves. <laughs> Got yeah, yeah,
0: so muscles are bivalves. it. Muscles, scallops, oysters, mul- muscle, scallops,
2: oysters, clams. But also, I there, I haven't had mussels in many many years before the shellfish allergy because I got food poisoning off of mussels one time. Ah, 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 and yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just even, like
2: the just having them cook and smelling them after that, it was just nope.
1: It's like pressing <laughs> eggs.
0: I've only had food poisoning a couple of times in my life, and it's never turned me off of anything.
2: Oh, so I've had food like mild food poisoning off of other stuff, okay, But when I say like I had food poisoning off of muscles, like I was like, sick. like see go to go to the hospital level sick see, like,
0: y'all, are it was lucky. y'all are lucky that your waters are cold enough that you don't have to deal with vibrio, yeah, down here, you gotta be real careful. You can't eat a lot of things raw down here. You have to cook yeah. it really good. Sounds like what the fuck is vibrio? I don't want to know. It's just a disease you can get from warm water shellfish.
2: Yeah. No, Mm. I yeah no, I was so so sick that I and I love like I used to love mussels too, Um, but yeah, I got deathly sick off of them and just couldn't even the smell of them. I just like nope.
0: Mm. Welcome to episode one of the Coast to Coast Seafood Podcast. (laughs) <laughs> it's part of the extended universe. I'm your host, Crawl Dad. I'm your host, Crawl Gav. <laughs> uh, it, it's Cray Gav. It's Cray Gav, sir. I'm from I'm from the South. It's a Cray da- It's a Cray Daddy.
1: I wanna be the lot. I cray wanna be the crab.
0: Off the coast expanded universe, yeah. There you go. <laughs> At least I can still eat fish. So it's all yeah. good. It's all good. Um, so uh, let's go ahead and just start. Kevin, what have you been up to for the last couple of weeks, my dude?
1: Oh, a few things. Um, Heroes of the Storm, still playing that. I don't know why it's a dead game.
0: Dead game, dead game. It's a dead game, dead game. I heard it was a dead game too. Dead game. I mean, we were saying this two years ago,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it did. <laughs> That's like when I die. Um, but yeah, there's still people playing it, it's interesting. I, I achieved silver three. That's my highest rank so far. I played four games, um, yay? and it. Is that a yay? I don't know dealer. if that's a yay. It's like mid tier, mid low tier. Um, okay, it's so... not as bad as bronze. It's like one step above bronze.
0: Kind of yay. <laughs> um, it's 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 still trash. Silver still trash.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's hard, like. Getting higher ranks when you're a healer because you're kind of just dependent on everybody else. So, like, I play as good as my team plays. So, if they're trash, I'm trash. But, I don't know. That's a thing. Um, Satisfactory. They
0: can't continue the game. They can't end the game.
1: Yeah, I, like, I can't, like, sway a game, like, by having a good kill or something.
0: You can make individual plays. Your plays yeah. are individually good, but it's up to your cores or whatever you want to call them uh, to actually, carries, you know, the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, what you were saying? Satisfactory
1: with LB and Kev, Um, We have a factory. It's 40 years old. It's being rebuilt. It's in the process of being completely 40 years? rebuilt by LB.
0: 40 years, um, Kevin?
1: 40 40- <laughs> Hours old. Sorry,
0: still, I was gonna say still I'm... an infant <laughs> child. I'm certain it's not forty years old. Um,
1: but yeah, so he's rebuilding the entire thing from the ground up. Like he look, he literally like leveled the an entire factory. Yeah, that's, he
0: he that's went full LB. LB. Thing. He went full LB. Yep. Yes. I'm like and okay, just we like, have it
2: built, and then you come like step so You come on, y'all, and you're like, what?
0: This... Things have moved. Well, I'm just sitting here like we could be almost done with these milestones and but we're rebuilding the entire fucking thing. Yeah, that's totally what wants to do.
1: And that's what we're doing. Yeah. But it is, it is highly efficient now. Or it will be. <laughs> we still haven't built anything in the new factory yet.
0: We have not built anything in a while except for encased industrial beams, steel beams, and pipes.
2: You built the
1: factory in the factory. Yes, yes. You're building. I mean, the those factory are the things that the we need to build the factory. So those are the things still.
0: Out there you
2: go. So you built stuff. You built the factory in the factory. That's true.
0: Uh, no, we're reusing all the old stuff from the original factory. Yeah. So we haven't built anything in the factory except for steel beams and steel pipes.
1: Right, but you need the steel pipes or the steel beams so that you can make the um,
0: like. Guess what, asshole? Now you don't. Now you need fucking aluminum. Cause we're on tier five, bitch. So we
1: need to get that going then.
0: Yeah. I (laughs) I fucking I went and I got the aluminum line started, Kevin. We have aluminum for days.
1: Yep. So that's the next thing we need to do. It's the game it's it's hard describing the game to people because it's um very process driven. Like you're developing Spawn, the play Spawn, is great,
2: Spawn so. played a ton of it, so hmm.
1: interesting. So that's been fun.
2: <laughs> oh, crash, no. And no.
0: <laughs> too soon.
1: Anyway. Um,
0: it's not too soon, ma'am, at all.
1: <laughs> the the last game that I've been mentioning, I'll mention it by name this time. Tops Disney Collect. This is the card game. Where you collect Disney cards. I've been playing this with Mandy a lot, um, and this is a card collecting gotcha game. They they have a battle pass in it, so you can like buy a five dollar battle pass and then get like currency to buy cards. Um, you can collect cards for free by using gold, but they keep changing the rules on the packs that they release, so that it's basically forcing you to spend money if you want to get the cards. So we, I don't know, we could be done this game in a week or we could continue playing it forever. I have no idea. But um, Mandy really likes it because there's a lot of Disney characters and she's like big into Disney. Disney adults. Yes, Disney adults. And the last thing that I don't have listed in the show notes is Dreamlight Valley, which just had a patch that came out Week ago? Didn't it add a Nazi? It added Scar.
0: It added a Nazi.
1: What? What? Why is
2: Scar a Nazi? Do you not Do you not
0: remember the movie? What about Don't remember
2: Scar being a Nazi?
0: Don't you all the not holy shit, they used a ton of Nazi imagery. He was inspired by the Nazis. What? Do you not remember the lines and lines of goose-stepping hyenas as he was leading them on a eugenics campaign? And a genocide? Do you not remember this from the movie? No. When he takes over Sunlit Rock, he leads an army of hyenas into the valley and they are goose-stepping in formation. And he is leading a genocide.
2: I'm going to admit a
0: controversial opinion. You have never seen the movie. No, I have seen it, but it's not really my favorite. So I've only seen it like once or twice. <laughs> it's fine. I I haven't seen the movie in twenty years at this point. But so I remember I really, that. Scene. I
2: really don't remember this because I really didn't pay attention.
0: <laughs> Let's see. I, I, yeah, I, I was like
1: too to... young to pay attention to.
0: I I understood that as a kid. Yeah, my yeah, parents really I drove I was too young. <laughs> that, that, I don't
1: think that's, my parents were that's, explaining that's... Nazism to me when I was like,
0: totally what it old. was
1: but okay um so
0: 2019 remake the live action one they got rid of the goose stepping hyenas by the way
1: yeah i bet they did um anyway so the they were supposed to fix a lot of the stability problems that are on switch with dreamlight valley and we're still having the game crash unfortunately and people on the forums are also saying the same thing um the one thing that I will point out is that they actually released a Trello board that has like a status of the bugs that they're fixing for the game visible to the public. So you can li- r- literally log into this and see their agile development board, what they're fixing, what's on their radar, what's not being fixed yet, which I think is a super cool thing as like a project management nerd. Um but yeah, I've never seen this level of transparency with development from a company. Like, I doubt Blizzard would ever show us something like that. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And you can actually log bugs into their project management system as a user, which is crazy to me. That's pretty cool, actually.
2: That is, that, that's Honestly, that's actually kind of fucking cool.
1: Yeah, so props to them for that. Um, and it also has, like, a list of, like, past patches they've done and what was changed in each of the patches so that you can read up if you missed it so yeah this is their second update their updates have been about a month apart so yeah they're they're um committed to it and i think that's pretty cool well, that's pretty cool. so yeah i'm able to fix the bugs
0: I've linked some stuff, but I'm just going to read this real quick. What most people don't realize, this is from a Business Insider article. What most people don't realize is that the film's animators based much of the scene for Be Prepared on a 1935 Nazi propaganda film titled Triumph of the Will that documents 1934 Nazi Germany. According to an Entertainment Weekly article back in 94, the song grew out of one sketch by story staffer Jorgen Klüben that pictured scars Hitler. The directors ran with the concept and worked up a Triumph of the Will-style mock Nuremberg rally featuring hyenas.
3: What
2: the fuck? Wow! I've never—I knew about that. this. I, oh my I, god!
0: Yeah, no, it. This was. The, <laughs> yeah. That's so yes, they added. Fucked up. <laughs> yes, and yes, crash! They stole the rest of the movie from *Kim of the White Lion*. That is a well-known fact among weebs. Um, hmm. uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, they added a literal Nazi. So yeah, <sighs> just well, it's thought. Disney. So what do you yeah. expect? Ha ha! Mm-hmm. Shots fired. We're getting taken down.
1: And didn't the animators like hide messaging? No. they they hid. The...
0: Me- okay, so this was. It's it's a misconception. People okay. think that somebody wrote "sex in the sky" during the scene where Simba is seeing his father's head form out of clouds. Right. Um. It actually says SFX, their special effects department. Oh, hmm. it was very common for Disney animators to hide little messages in them. Of course, yeah, no, I will admit like they the did penis also hide. In the lower <laughs> that that one supposedly was an accident. All right, which penis are we talking about? Are we talking about the one on the cover or the one for the priest? No, the one that's in the castle. That's on the cover of the VHS release, which Disney didn't actually do the artwork for that. They had an outside party do the VHS release artwork for that.
1: <laughs> was that an accident or that?
0: That was. Uh, we don't know because it wasn't Disney that actually did it. Okay. The Lion King Godwin's Law Edition. Yes, I love it. Uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. That's that's a great crash. Um, but yeah. Um, I'll get off of I'll get off of Disney and its connection to Nazis now. Hmm. We're getting we're getting taken down, boys and girls.
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, okay. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry.
0: Um yes, you were, you were playing, playing card New games with with Mandy. <laughs> and their trello board yeah. was really good. Cool. Oh yes, right. oh
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, we're gonna continue to play the game if it if it like doesn't crash that much, but if it does, we'll probably just wait for the next patch.
2: Awesome! I haven't played it in a few weeks. I really need to pick it back up.
1: It's fun. She really likes it. But yeah, that's all. How about you, Nef? What
2: have you been doing? Me, Nef. Um, I played a little bit more Flame in the Flood. I played some Overwatch 2 with Kevin and. Our friend Danny. Was, okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What did you think oh, about? Yeah. Um, talk to me after Bastion's officially back in, and we try playing again because Bastion's my boy. But it's, I, I don't. It, it's not my thing. Like I, Spawn loves it. He's been playing the shit out of it with his friends. They've got a little group that they've been playing it like crazy. Um. But it's is, cute but mm,
1: is it just to, me or yeah. does movement seem really slow compared to Warzone yep. and Yeah, very much so. It's like thunk thunk thunk. Yeah, you just feel like, <laughs> like you're walking in mud the whole time.
2: Yeah. Um yeah, I, I I don't know. It it's cute. Maybe it'll be fun once they put the characters that I like back in the game and I can use them.
0: But I don't know. It just. Yeah. I'm Neth. I'm a turret. I like you being like,
1: a turret. Did you didn't try I the ha- sniper though?
0: I haven't.
2: No, I tried by a maker.
0: Yeah. How
2: about you? Like, she's healing though.
0: She's a sniper. She actually does quite a bit of damage as well. But
2: she's healing, <laughs> and I don't want to be pigeonholed as a healer. <laughs> Um and then the other obviously a little bit of Warzone and then the other one that I've been playing, I've been playing, I've been looking through the games that are on Game Pass and trying to like pick like things that you know like, oh okay, well, that looks interesting. What is it about? And you know, like try it out because free. So if I don't like it, it didn't cost me any money. So there's this game on there called Weird West that I've been playing and it's really quirky and kind of fun so i've i've been having quite a bit of fun with that um you kind of you're playing through you play through portions of people's lives so i'm on my third life so it's there's a whole storyline in case anybody hasn't played it and wants to i don't want to ruin what's going on but it's kind of like think like the wild west but there's also like Zombies and sirens and
0: there's like it's there's a specific name for the genre and I can't remember what it is off the top of my head.
2: I don't know, but it's it's quirky and it's fun and the storyline is.
0: I think it might actually be like Weird West. I think I think the genre is actually called Weird West.
2: It wouldn't surprise me, but like it's just like I'm like okay, this is actually really cute and the storyline's engaging enough that I'm like. Okay, I need to see where the fuck this is going. <laughs> Which I like, so <laughs> um, but yeah, that's about it. I other than that, um watched some shows with the kid. Um we've been watching the mole on Netflix. Um The Mole. We've, the
0: mole yeah, What's it's on? a it's a reality competition show. Uh, um, this was if this was when we were young men, Kevin originally.
2: It it was because I was like, I wonder if it's the same as the one that came out in the
3: early two thousands. It was like so it
2: ran like it ran like two thousand to two thousand and four, and then it had like four year hiatus, and then it had a fifth season in like two thousand and eight, and now it is the same show. It's the same premise, same like everything, but Netflix has picked it up and rebooted it. So this is the sixth season. Um, but basically, so, like, it's a group of however many people that starts, okay? And you're working as a team to finish, like, different tasks and stuff to, like, add money to the prize pool, okay? At the same time, one of the people on the team is secretly a mole that is trying to yeah so they're trying to like prevent you from getting money or like doing things to reduce the amount of money that you have and stuff like that and at the end of each thing they do a quiz and based on the questions of the quiz you have to like who do you think is the mole right so like if i thought it was kevin it would be like okay is the was the mole wearing a hat today yes or no um does the mole have a beard yes or no like which group was the mole and like so the more answers you get right the longer you stay in the game so you have to like kind of try and observe what people around you are doing but you also have to get to know them because some of the questions are like does them all have any children <laughs> right so it's like it's it's really an interesting concept and so we've been watching that because it's fun um but uh yeah other than that it's like why is Crash singing
0: I'm just a little black rain crowd about Target? Don't worry, Crash <laughs> and I are having a whole conversation while you all are doing this, okay? Jesus. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I used to sing that to
2: Will when he was little. Uh, <laughs>
1: so, yeah, so number one, don't Google it because I've already spoiled myself for the entire season. Just Well, yeah, because the whole thing is
2: yeah, like I I don't look up shows that I'm currently watching, so I have no idea who won. We have four episodes left, and if you spoil it for me, I will fucking smack you. I won't spoil it um, for you. I'm the mole. I mean that would zero percent show.
1: <laughs> it was Gavril all along with the like candlestick I'd, in the study.
2: I'd walk into a room and go, "Oh yeah, no, it's Gav." It's, Gav.
0: it's that guy. It, <laughs> it's it's Gav. that bald asshole with the glasses and the dumb goatee. <laughs> yeah, Even
2: if guy. you all think it's actually somebody else, it's Gav.
1: <laughs> and here's your check, ma'am.
3: You won.
2: Um. Yeah, but other than that, like, I haven't been doing much.
0: So I turned older this week. congratulations I don't keep track of birthdays on the age you won't uh, tell us belated birthday
2: Kevin I I talk about how old I am all the time
0: (laughs) I barely keep track of my own So I
2: I turned 47 it's not a secret
0: okay
1: congratulations (laughs) on being old she's Gen X they don't care apparently
2: and in five more days, I will have a 20 year old.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Wow. So, me and the last couple of weeks, um, I have been playing Satisfactory with LB and Kevin. Um, we get about an hour to an hour and a half every night, every other night, give or take. Depends on when Kevin shows up because he's the one that's got the save. So, we have to wait for him to be online to play with him. Um, I've been playing the Planet Crafter on my own. It was like 13 bucks or something it's a plant crafter planet crafter it's planet it's crafter. sort of like satisfactory but single player kind of it's like subnautica a lot of people compare it to subnautica okay. it, it's a unity game it's a unity asset game but it's it's got a good enough loop that i'm still playing it i'm like 15 hours in yeah. Uh bit of Stellaris there they've got some new updates that have been coming out. They've got some new uh they've got a new uh update open beta that's going on right now and they just released the Toxoids DLC not too long ago which added some cool stuff. So playing a little bit more Stellaris. Um and um yeah, uh Dota with LB pretty much. That's all I've really been doing recently.
1: Cool. And watching the TI with
0: LB. Yeah, uh, watching TI with LB. That's pretty much what we're playing. Dota will if one of the matches that he really wants to watch or I really want to watch comes on, we'll just kind of stop playing Dota and just watch TI.
1: I haven't been watching it, but it sounds like you guys are having fun watching it.
0: Yeah, it's been entertaining enough. I I am I I kind of have a problem because the ALCS is going on right now, the American League Championship Series for baseball, and the Astros are doing very well. Uh and the Astros games are on just before the do- uh before um international stuff starts pretty much. Hmm. So I'm kind of having like trying to decide what I want to watch. Yeah, how's that ALCS going for you, Kevin?
1: I haven't been watching baseball. We're, we've been talking about getting rabbit ears so that we can watch things on TV because I have no way to watch the games right now.
0: Uh, um, I think some of the games are on ESPN. Do you have the ESPN Hulu bundle? Because I have, yeah, I do I have... actually. You can check some of them maybe on ESPN, but a lot of them are probably going to be on MLB uh, MLB, or uh, one of the other networks. But you can check. Some of them might be on the ESPN stuff, so you can possibly watch that online if you wanted to. I, I don't totally know forgot out.
1: that was in the Hulu ESPN Disney, Disney bundle.
0: Yeah. So you can check. Uh- I'm not sure. MLB. Baseball's weird about how they do their broadcast stuff. There's a lot of blackout shit that goes on with it, uh, so I couldn't tell you exactly. But it might be worth taking a look at. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's really about all I've been doing. Um, I will say that Planet Crafter is very much a it's very much a Unity game. It's very much a Unity asset game. Um, It looks kind of like ass. It controls kind of like ass, but there's enough of a gameplay loop in it that I'm still playing it. I don't know what that says about me. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um. So we got me feedback stuff going on. No. Nothing. 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 And there's
1: countries.
0: Oh, uh, the I did think I'd like to mention. Uh Chris is not here this week. He's got some shit going on. So he's I completely spaced 40 minutes into the fucking show. Yeah, Chris isn't here yeah. this week. He's got some stuff he's taking care of. So. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah,
1: it's it I mean
0: it's just how many fingers
1: can on. you lose? That's just
0: I don't he's know. He's not gonna have man. any left, yeah. I mean he's got himself he's just building himself a really, really good dildo, okay? <laughs> Alright.
1: Uh I no. That sounds weird. Uh,
0: but yeah. Uh, There's countries
1: that listen to the show.
0: Well, I can do your country shit.
1: U.S., U.K., Canada, Germany, Ireland. Thanks for listening.
0: We appreciate you, Russia.
1: We appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Ireland, for knocking Russia out of the top five.
0: Thank you, Ireland,
1: giving them free credit.
0: That's
3: (laughs) bad
1: people. Again,
0: I don't mind the Russian people. But it's a good, it's good crack. Ireland, fair play. Other yes. things I know about Ireland. Guinness isn't that good. Potatoes. That's racist.
1: <laughs> um, potatoes. Why is potatoes racist?
0: Kevin, um, do you not legitimately know that that? Never mind. Never. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Like not potatoes. gonna get involved in it. Not gonna get involved in it. Never mind. Not really not saying potatoes. anything. Um, hey, there's not a whole lot of stories in here. It's mostly shit I put in. Beth, you're muted. Are you you okay? You were laughing, but nothing she showed was gated. up. You were gated. Okay. <laughs> um, I have a bunch. I've got like five different little things I wanted to talk about. Just little things that were interesting to me. Um. One of them is fuck the Yankees. The Astros are going to beat the shit out of you in your home, in your in your house. Uh, and Ooh. yeah, you can fuck right off all the Yankees. Ooh. Just go right to hell. <laughs> Astros are going to take uh, four games. Four game sweep. Let's do it. Sure. Yep, go straight to the World Series. Fuck the Yankees. I actually am very curious to see if the Phillies make it through. I think they might make it through their championship series. So that'll be really cool.
1: We're playing the Padres, not the Dodgers. Yes
0: correct the Dodgers actually got gone. knocked out the Dodgers oh, really? got knocked out which is crazy they had the best record in the entire all of MLB they had we the might best have record have to go to a game
1: I bet I can see a game in San Diego easy
0: uh, you might uh, <laughs> you're funny those tickets Why? are going to be fucking expensive my dude
1: but it's no one's watching baseball in San Diego
0: um the Padres actually are a very good team and have been a very good team for a couple of years now. Uh, the only problem is that Padres, one of the Padres star players, is out because of uh he tested positive for PEDs. Uh, I... performance enhancing oh, drugs.
3: Wow.
0: He tested po- one of their star players tested positive for performance enhancing drugs. So he actually has to sit out <laughs> like, the rest what's of the a... season. Uh Fernando, uh, was I think it was Tatis, Uh Fernando Tatis Jr., I think. Uh tested positive. So he got benched for the rest of the season. Um but the Padres are still playing a good a good series. They're just they're still playing really good baseball. So I'm really curious to see what the NLDS uh the NLCS uh ends up looking like out of there. So um but yeah that was it that was my that was my baseball thing. I, I this is it's October baseball. I really love October baseball so I, I just wanted to talk about that for just a minute. Um oh, well uh, tickets are
1: sold out by the way.
0: Yeah no shit I told um, you shocking. Shocking. no shit shocking <laughs> Um, and I guarantee you they were rather expensive <laughs> to start with. Even the nosebleed oh, seats yeah. were rather expensive. Yeah. Like, people don't, people underestimate baseball because football and basketball are such big, massive sports. Baseball, you got to remember baseball stadiums are massive,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and they're selling out these things. Um, but yeah there's a couple of other little news stories that i wanted to touch on this week There's just a couple of little things that i thought might uh might spark a little bit of discussion um <clears throat> so just real quick bastion and torb are both currently locked out of ranked torb is available in uh torbjorn and yeah, this is overwatch 2 available in quick play but not in ranked and bastion is completely gone for both quick play and ranked um They will be returning to the Overwatch to uh, Hero Pool on the 25th, I believe it is, which is Tuesday, I think, this coming Tuesday. Um, There were some game-breaking exploits that happened with their ultimates, and they were quickly taken out of ranked mode to uh, prevent those from happening. Um, So just showing you Blizzard does a really good job at uh, at these games, huh?
1: I mean, it's only been in 1.5 development for how long?
0: Yeah, they've only been in development for a couple of years now. It's not like they said that this was going to be a PvP exper- They're not experience. they new
2: characters. Those characters have existed from the get-go. How do you this... break working characters? They changed the
0: alts. Bastion's alt got changed, remember? Yeah, but still, like, come on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm not surprised that they fucked this up. Um, they've just done an absolute dog shit job with this game so far um, this is a content update this is this was literally a content update like there was the PVE mode won't be out until next year at the earliest and that's what they really sold Overwatch 2 as was adding this big PVE experience yeah that and that will end nothing. up just being man versus machine <laughs> If you've ever played TF2, they have a mode called Man vs. Machine, which is PvE. Hmm. Hey, I can't wait for the RMAH either, because I can make some money. I made some money on Diablo 3 RMAH before they shut it down.
1: The real money auction house?
0: Correct. Nice. Um, But yeah, so they will be back uh, shortly, and they will be reactivated for uh, ranked play. Um... This is another one that uh, probably no one really cares about, but I wanted to talk about, because I know Ellie and I both get a kick out of it. Uh, PGL, uh, which is the uh, production company that's doing um, the International, is doing all the stuff for the International, which is the Dota 2 uh, biggest uh, tournament of the Dota 2 year. Uh, And Valve have been called out specifically by Fnatic, which is one of the teams that was eliminated in the losers' bracket, which was a best-of-one draft, which was best-of-one environment um following allegations of poor soundproofing available to the players as they're playing on the stage to the point that they could hear the english caster team as they were uh casting the game so calling out smokes calling out positioning calling out item timings players could hear that over their soundproof headphones and then their second pair of headphones over those soundproof headphones those noise canceling headphones
2: wow that's so this is how would you hear
1: it through noise cancelling headphones
0: the volume okay so the day one so this all happened on day one the uh okay so day one they had you could hear the casters through their own microphones so the volume in the uh, so they were using live volume on the broadcast page so what we were watching on Twitch or YouTube, um, we could hear the live audio coming through. So you could hear the arena sound in addition to the caster's own talking. So it was like you were monitoring. So you could hear the wow. arena sound of them in the arena as they're casting while they're also talking. So they'd call something, and then two seconds, a second later, you'd hear them call it again, a little bit softer. Because the arena volume was jacked up so high, wow! And they were not using an isolated audio; uh, they weren't using an isolated audio channel. So you got all the all the all the crowd sound too. Wow!
3: Um,
0: it was a shit show. Um, and teams are admitting, yeah, no, yeah, we have English speaking players. We heard them, and we use that information. We a hundred percent use that information teams are not denying it
1: at all. 100% used it
0: oh yeah no they're wow. not denying it at all they are not denying that they use the information that they heard now part of the problem is that this was just the english casting team that could be heard and it was not heard on both sides of the stage equally it was an unfair advantage to the people who were able to hear it. That's, that. 100%. that's, that's what some of the teams are saying, is that it, it provided an unfair advantage. Because 100% you have it did. You're hearing what, you're out, what your, your opponents are doing. So you, the other thing you have to understand that's is that not all of these teams feature English speakers on them. So you had some teams that couldn't understand this at all, and then you had some teams that it was not loud enough for them to hear it on their side of the stage. Um, this is a wow. This is just a continuation of this saga of this TI being kind of a shit show production so far. <laughs> um, there have I'll been say. complaints. There were there were audio issues the whole first day. There was uh, there was bad latency. There was a audio delay uh, on the casters on the uh, the commentary team.
3: Echo.
0: Uh, echo it was echo, echo. it was bad. So one of the things that they've done this year is that normally for the TI. Each team is in a soundproof Lexan box. Okay. So you have all five players, their support staff, any camera crews and their coach that are in a big plexiglass box, essentially so playing the game. You're not
2: claustrophobic.
0: No, no, it's a very large box. It's a very, very large box. Um, and you're playing Fuck. the game. You're playing the game in there. Your computer is there. Your whole team is there. You can be as loud as you want. You can talk as much as you want. You can use uh voice comms, however you want there. No sound out, no sound in. No sound out, no sound in. Exactly. Okay. This year, to speed up the process of gameplay between matches, the desks that the players are playing at are built onto rotating stages, and there is an identical version of the exact same set with all the desks and all the computers on the back side of the rotating stage, so all they have to do when a game ends is rotate the stage around. You can't build a soundproof box around that. Why can't yeah. because you? Because it, it's just a lot more moving parts. It's a lot larger of a foot footprint. It's a lot of moving parts. A lot of things going on there. Um, also, you're supposed to be able to have the other team already at their computers in the back. And you don't want to share information between teams. So say you will eventually end up going up against this team and they're sharing a box with you while they're hearing all of your voice comms all of your planning stages all of your all of your rotation moves things like that. Gotcha. So it's just a whole series of fucking issues. This this has been an absolute (laughs) uh yeah um,
2: clusterfuck.
0: Yeah it's been an absolute clusterfuck um Elby's pointing out that there will be a different venue for the last two days, for the final two days, which, you know, it'll probably be a more traditional venue. It'll probably be more like how we've seen in the past with the large box, with the large uh, play boxes and things like that. But the the Damage whole... is done
2: at this point. Yeah, like exactly. people, people could have been eliminated based on the fact that their opponents could hear what the fuck they were doing. Like... We're, we're already <laughs> seeing
0: formal complaints going out about that, um, about being eliminated because they did not have access to this information and their opponents did. Um, so yeah, this has been a shit show of a TI. Um so far. I mean the games have been great. Um unfortunately there's been a lot of 2-0 sweeps that have happened, so that's Yeah, not I wonder great.
2: why. Maybe they were getting fed information somehow.
0: Possibly. <laughs> but yeah, so uh we'll have to see how this ends up going. Um I'm really curious to see how the losers bracket goes. There's some actually some really good teams coming through the losers bracket right now, so <laughs> Or the lower bracket, however you want to refer to it as. It's it's just been a, and Elby's uh, saying that they're hearing it come through the microphones of their teammates. So it's pumping so it's loud enough that the microphones of their teammates is picking it up and it's piping in through their live. It even worse. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this has been this has just been an absolute shit show, and I love every minute of it. Um. yeah fucking crash um uh Neth did you want to talk about the thing you've got at any point yeah sure knock yourself out I can do that I, it's, not so... a, it's not a series that I'm very familiar with so
2: <laughs> I have this weird thing of enjoying occasionally scary shit out of myself. So no, I do. I don't know why I do this to myself, but I do. Um. So big announcement came out on my birthday actually. Um, about Silent Hill. So the long rumored remake of Silent Hill Two is coming out, finally. Um, it's going to be playstation 5 and pc exclusive um so yay pc at least when, um
0: when is it coming then, out on pc though
2: it it can be wish listed now apparently so there's no official release date we'll announced it in two but years.
0: it's okay we'll yeah, see it two years know. after it releases on okay. PlayStation.
2: but then at the same time okay they also dropped a whole bunch of other things so there's three new games in the universe of silent hill townfall Uh, sorry three new games coming into the universe so there's silent hill townfall um there's ascension and then there's one that's called f like a lowercase f
0: Okay. Um fortissimo, I believe, would because it's that's a that's a musical notation, I believe. They, that might yeah, be a, I was I gonna say that's it, the fortissimo musical. Yeah, and
2: notation. I, yeah, I i was like, I'm like, it looks like the musical thing, but I couldn't I couldn't remember what it was called, so thank you. Um
0: It's either Fortissimo or Forte, one of the two.
2: Yeah. So Townfall is going to be it so it looks like the most traditional. Of the Silent Hill games. So, like, what the originals were like, kind of thing. Um, Ascension is. um, Ascension has JJ Abrams attached to it. So, that's interesting as it is. Um, It's an interactive streaming series where the entire community will shape the canon of Silent Hill. Um, So, it's basically like, like they're saying, like, it's almost like an interactive live show like kind of thing and then there's the third one that we'll call f for now until we know what the if the f is just f or if the f stands for whatever but we'll just go with f um so it's it starts with like it's really weird so the teaser for the game says it's set in 1960s japan featuring a beautiful yet horrifying world and like if you watch the trailer it just gets bloodier as it goes so <laughs> it's like what the fuck um no word release on a release date um or platforms for f ascension is 2023 um no date for townfall and no date for the remake um, but then there's also apparently, in addition to the games, there's a movie in the works, and a whole bunch of new merchandise. <laughs> so I wonder it's if it's like, not as
0: bad as the last movie. I, oh, the first Silent Hill movie was so bad. It was so bad. I didn't see it. So
2: bad. It's
0: like because well, it's like oh hey, we're going to add Pyramid Head and nurses in here for no reason. Yeah. Even though it has absolutely nothing to do, even though they have app, they are very specific to a very specific person.
3: (laughs) It's like, hey, these are just
0: identifiable creatures in the game. Let's just throw them in. It's like, no, no, those are very deep cycle. Those have very deep psychological meaning to a specific person, not just to everyone. So
2: there's no teaser trailer for the movie yet. It's just in development phase. um It says. The film is going to tell the story of a young guy coming back to Silent Hill where he's known his great love and what he's going to find is a pure nightmare. Um, and they're saying that it's going to be fairly true to the original okay. games, but okay. will also serve as a direct sequel to the 2006 movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> e- <laughs> Um, Good night. <laughs> 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 I was really excited to like see so much Silent Hill news because I really enjoyed that game. It was it was creepy in a really different way. Like it was like it was part of the whole survival horror thing that came up like in the early 90s and stuff with like the original Resident Evil's, Silent Hill, and like there was a whole bunch of games that all came out all around the same time that were all like they all had like creepy but they were all done in different ways and I really like like Silent Hill was so atmospheric that it was just like the fog and everything was just so fucking cool like so I was really really excited when um I was really excited when I heard that all this stuff was coming out I was like oh shit (laughs) like so that that was my that was my story for the week because I was really fucking excited
0: about it. But. um okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh I mean uh Allie points out why is pachinko company making uh video games? <laughs> Shots fired at Konami. Oh god, yeah, they really haven't done a whole lot recently. <sighs> Um, but on, on the note of high profile remakes and remasters and continuations of existing series, we've got a couple, there's a couple that are coming out this year that really kind of piqued my interest. Um, and there's three of them specifically, it's Tactics Ogre Reborn, Crisis Core Final Fantasy and Front Mission First uh, remake. Um, those are all classic. Uh, well, Two of them are classic turn-based strategy games, and one of them is a was a wild-ass Final Fantasy spinoff that I cannot wait to see how these end up turning out. Uh, Crisis Core, of course, tells the t- tells the tale of Zack Fair from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, before Final Fantasy VII, um, Front Mission is a weird game that is m- amazing, and I can't wait to see how they end up how this ends up going because I think they're using the two D HD for it. I'm not sure. Uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn, another classic uh, turn-based strategy game. Um, How do you all feel about this, like, wave of nostalgia that's been pushing through the games industry over the last couple of years, uh, specifically relating to these remasters and these re-releases of these games that were very similar to our childhood kind of things?
2: I mean, am I likely to play the remasters? No. Do I like that they're coming out and existing so that the next generation gets to
0: experience that? Sure. But are they being made with the next generation's sensibilities in mind, is the question. <laughs> that's the that's the thing. It's like they're taking these old properties, these old IPs, these old games, and just remastering them and re, or remaking them for a new generation. But... Are they really trying to capture a new audience, or are they just trying to ply us with nostalgia and rose tinted glasses?
2: Oh, I think it's both, to be honest. I, I think it's both. They're hoping to get enough of the original people back on because nostalgia. But then you also have people like me who have the next generation of gamers in their house and who he has grown up listening to me talk about the games that I'm nostalgic for. So he likes playing things that I played because it's like, oh, I get to see why you liked this game so much. Right? Like, oh, you talked you talk so much about this. I'm gonna try it. Because you know, like it's a connection. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um I just think there's a lot of just sort of like naked want of money which you know corporatism you know that's how it is capitalism you know it's a naked it's a naked grab at cash this is something square like Final Fantasy remake is something square has kept in their back pocket for the last 20 years in case they ever really need to make a quick buck and that's kind of what they're doing right now
1: I mean I feel like this industry is just following other industries in terms of nostalgia and that it'll be cyclical, right? You have people who grew up with the early video games who are now at an age where they, you know, might have a family and want to share that with kids or they might, you know,
3: want to replay
1: the games because they haven't played it in 20 years. And that's why they're all coming out now.
0: This this straddles two whole generations like you this straddles from the gen X all the way through the end of the millennials, like this is mm-hmm. the late mid late seventies through to the early nineties like you have to remember Neth's kid is old enough to have a kid right A true dirty mouth <laughs> I'm just saying i'm am I wrong <laughs> Net's kid is old enough to have a kid of his own. Fuck. If yes. I had a kid right now, if I, if I had had a kid, my kid. So say I had a kid at eighteen. I like right? thinking if was a
1: grandmother.
0: Then... I'm thirty eight. I'm oh, sorry. I'm thirty seven. I'm thirty seven. If I had a kid at eighteen, I would have a twenty year old. I would have a nineteen yeah. year old kid. My kid would be old enough to play these. This is straddling generational lines. Okay. Yeah this is it's just oh. wild it's like this is this is not just aiming for you know oh it's a little niche nostalgia group no this is like this is aiming for a very broad swath of things and it's kind of i still feel like there's a lot of good new ips that come out i still feel like there are plenty of decent good new ips that come out <laughs> But it's at the same time. There's a lot of effort being gone into to bring to make people feel like they used to feel, like they did when they were kids, and that's kind of scary because that you know nostalgia is a very is a very derivative form of art because I, you're not re-tread, you're retreading old ground. You're not forging a new path.
1: Well, I I think it's kind of also also important for. The media and the history of games, you know, like not getting to a point where, like, maybe the hardware is hard to find or the hardware is like doesn't work anymore, or you have to but... jump through a lot of hoops to use the old hardware. Being able to have, you know, like the streaming game service on Switch to be able to play old NES games or Super NES games, I think is still important well, well... so that you can play them, you know.
0: That's one thing that's preservation, right? Okay, that's preservation. This is putting a lot of resources to retreading the exact same game rather than just porting the game to be accessible to a new generation because the game is not the same. Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 7 Remake with Intergrade are not the same game that final fantasy seven was nope. so i'm not preserving yeah. the original game i'm doing a redo of the original remix yeah or yeah so it the, the preservation argument kind of falls flat there because it's not preserving the game it's milking nostalgia hmm. um versus i mean as much as i hate nintendo switch online and the stuff they do there and the fact that it costs extra to get access to some of these things nintendo switch online is a preservation is a preservation effort because it is giving you the ability to play these games as they originally played okay yeah in a format very similar to how they originally played
1: okay
0: except for pilot wings apparently pilot wings is having a problem right now pilot wings 64 So
1: you're so you have more of a problem with when they change it or try to modernize it.
0: Mm -hmm. Because it's it's I don't feel like I feel like it's a little creatively bankrupt to basically just take the original story that existed and then put their own little tiny spin on it, change a couple of aspects of it rather than creating something wholly brand new. So Disney. Oh, yeah. No, of course. I have a 100 percent problem with Disney. Holy shit, I have a problem with I do it. not I have understand not
2: this this trend of live-action remakes. What the fuck?
0: They're trying They're trying <laughs> to keep... I don't this. get that! <laughs> so the, part of it is they're trying to keep copyrights alive. They're trying to keep copyrights moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, because remember, Disney is responsible for the fact that fucking our copyright system is completely broken in the United States. Yeah. And much of the world. Yep. Because of Disney. Disney alone is... Yeah one of the biggest problems with the copyright system on
1: even play. though they themselves ripped off movies in order to get popular in the first place
0: yep at uh, crash points out winnie the pooh is free yes winnie the pooh is free of disney control um which is why you have a horror movie that either just came out or is coming out no lie. based I want on want to winnie see that no lie no.
2: i fucking i am not a horror movie fan but i fucking want to see that movie not heard about this kevin it is like a straight-up horror movie that the main character is fucking like winnie Winnie the the pooh and it's winnie Winnie the pooh but it's like fucked up
0: yeah now mind you this is 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 because um... a milne's copyright on winnie the pooh ran out finally the red as crash is pointing out the red shirted version of winnie the pooh the red red and orange or red and yellow winnie the pooh is still a copyrighted material, but A.A. Milne's Winnie the Pooh is not. Yeah, I'll which, paste is the original, the, which is the original writing,
2: yeah. The trailer's in the host channel for After the Show Cuff, so you can okay. see it.
0: It's called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey.
2: Yep,
0: It's it's fantastic. And he wears a red flannel. Oh, it flannel. Came out two days ago! Oh, it did come out. Okay, I was pretty certain it was pretty soon. Uh, he wears a red flannel rather than a plain red shirt. I see. Yeah. But um
1: yeah, no, I don't like the live action remake trend either, especially if it, it's done poorly. It, I didn't see the Lion King one, but I just heard
0: horror stories. Now, LB is bringing up a point with me. He he's calling me out and I appreciate him calling me out. The 2013 XCOM game was a remake essentially. And he's right. I feel like He's right. Uh, The game plays very differently, but the core story is pretty much the same. And yes, there is a, I do have a narrative issue with the game, essentially having the exact same story or having a very similar story. I do have an issue with that. I feel it is a little creatively bankrupt. I respect that the gameplay is completely different, but at that same time, can, then I, can I then complain about Final Fantasy VII versus Final Fantasy VII Remake? Gameplay is completely different, but the story's pretty much all there. Do I have a leg to stand on there? Possibly, possibly not. He's right, though. He's right to call me out on that. Uh, because, yeah, it, it, it is the same situation on both sides there. And I didn't consider that. I do love the XCOM game. I love the 2013 XCOM game. I think they did a fantastic job with it. Just the same as I think they did a fantastic job with Final Fantasy VII Remake. But I do have an issue with it just simply being this rehash of old content. This is somebody else's content that is being rehashed into a new generation. I have a slight issue with that, but at the same time, is there's no... there's no one tells a new story anymore no such thing as a new story everything's been told at least once
1: you know Mm
3: -hmm.
1: i mean i like when they remix stuff and they improve quality of life and you know the things that made the try to trim away some of the stuff that made the game annoying to play because of technology tech technological constraints at the time or other you know things or accessibility and being able to like play with the controller or with a mouse and keyboard or whatever but yeah i can see when they just make changes like the final fantasy game and you know now it's live action instead of like turn-based and there's more than just remaking the game and that can be viewed as good or bad i guess
0: I don't disagree with what you're
1: But saying I mean about. this this is not unlike the fact you know I was going through with Mandy the other day of like all of the different remakes of uh like Cinderella and Snow White that they that there's been there's been like <clears> three <throat> or four versions of each half of which we weren't even aware of and like didn't even know existed I mean the the I guess if there's stuff that comes out and it's bad it'll just go by the wayside like people do remember the good remakes and the good you know, versions of things like the like Johnny Depp, Alice in Wonderland.
2: Well you have- Oh my god.
0: I watched that for the first time like a week ago. It's an acid trip man. It's an acid trip man. Yeah.
2: I love Johnny Depp. He's very creative. He's talented. I was terrified watching that
0: movie. (laughs) it reminded me of american mcgee's alice in wonderland alice it reminded me of american mcgee's alice it's fucked up um so it is crash brings up a very good point because the thing is disney's whole catalog is plundered wholesale from fairy tales sure um The Cinderella story, he's pointing out modern day China. It may have traveled the Silk Road. The version of uh, I know uh, comes from I believe it was a Grimm's fairy tale. They most of the original Disney stuff was a Grimm's fairy tale. Yeah. Or, or it was Hans another Christian, collected. Or Hans fairy Christian
2: Andersen.
0: Yeah. Or another collected fairy tale of some manner. Um, <clears throat> Disney never had an original idea to start with. Yeah.
2: At um, least not ones that were
0: marketable. <laughs> But they're not no, to no, 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 I was gonna think I was gonna say something, and I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to point out some. I'm not going to point out some of the things that Disney thought was marketable, and it was because of the time.
2: The movie that they don't acknowledge exists anymore.
0: Yeah, the song of the South. That uh-huh.
2: one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which was funny because they had a song of the South ride at Disney World.
2: Okay. What's even more funny? So I they remade that ride.
0: Okay. I know. I heard about that. I, yeah.
2: I was watching someone. Um, god I can't remember if it was on YouTube or something but they were going on the remade ride and they were filming it as they were going through and as they're going through rare rabbit <laughs> Br'er. I was
3: like <laughs> you the tension. you remade the ride I like what the fuck
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like
2: bear bear <laughs> it, it was like these Post pointing to where, like where things would have been, and it was uh, like, "Oh shit, no!" Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin, do you know much about Song of the South? No, it's incredibly racist. Don't. Um, okay. We were gonna let's let's move on. Let's move on. I do love talking about Song of the South because it is incredibly racist. Probably Disney thought seconds. this was acceptable. And it was at the time. These days? No, not at all. In the slightest. It. Um. So. And the worst part is, is, that's actually another remake of something else. It's derived from other things. Um. Mm. It's wild as hell. Yeah, it's again, like I said earlier, I mean, there is no there's no such thing as a news story. Everything has been told at least once.
1: yeah but i mean it's going to continue to happen i don't think it's going to go away but i think history will remember the good remakes and hopefully we can preserve them somehow so that those continue to be played and shared what
0: sorry i missed what jimmy's i i don't hate the thought of being able to reimagine something i don't hate it i think it's a little creative for bankrupt but as long as they can continue to tell a good story, I'm behind it. Because if something is significantly different enough, that can give it a little bit of wiggle room and being able to say, hey, okay, this is somebody taking something and completely doing something new with it. I, I'm behind that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, ma'am. Put the book down. Put the book down.
2: It's my story, land Yeah.
0: Well, Disney Storyland, I believe I had one of those as a kid too. Don't worry.
2: <laughs> Given to me for my second birthday, so this book is from the 70s. <laughs> yep. Um
0: but yeah, I think that there's I think that there's it's it's I have very complicated feelings about um rehashing, remaking, and remastering. I have very complicated feelings. A remaster. Is very much fine, in my opinion, because that is literally just bringing an old game up to new standards. As long as the core of the gameplay remains identical, I'm OK with it. Remakes <laughs> I are interesting. I, if, if, if a competent storyteller is telling a new story or a rehash, remakes and rehashes, if a competent storyteller gets control of it and they can tell a really good, compelling story, I'm very interested to see how it goes.
2: And we have a good example of this. The ghostbusters that happened a few years ago versus the new ghostbusters afterlife Didn't see either just of them. had the afterlife one is actually really good Didn't I actually really en- I actually really enjoyed it because it actually is a continuation on of the original stories and honors the original stories. I really enjoyed that one. The other one
0: was trash. <laughs> Didn't see either. I knew I wasn't gonna see the um the one with all the SNL uh cast members. I wasn't yeah. gonna see that one. I knew I wasn't, it just didn't seem interesting to me. Um and the Afterlife when I saw trailers for it, I was like, eh, whatever. Frickin' Ghostbusters is dead. I don't care. I
2: honestly wasn't expecting much from Afterlife. It was a lot better than I was expecting it Isn't to be. Isn't
0: that the one where they where they CGI'd Harold Ramis into the movie? Um, yeah yeah um, that's qu- right I, um, there's a reason for it it was actually kind of touching i heard i heard i heard about the because they did the deep fake technology with that they did some deep faking with that um yeah i heard about that i because of uh i read a technical article about it uh it, it was it was one of those continuing point outs of you know how deep fake technology has improved over the years uh, and then also, it kind of sucks also at the same time, because let's see, young Luke Skywalker.
3: Don't go there. <laughs> um,
0: um, yeah, that, that's all I really wanted to go over there, because I just I saw a couple of really high profile remakes for me that were popping up this year that were coming out within the next couple of months. And I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um. The last story I had um, is a complicated one and features drama. Mm, your
3: favorite.
0: Uh, actually, Kevin, I hate drama. I really fucking hate drama. That's the other Chris that loves drama. I'm not- um, this uh, is something that is near and dear to my heart, though, which is voice actors. So uh, Bayonetta 3 is releasing, either just released or will be releasing shortly. Um, And they have recently announced that uh, the original Bayonetta voice actress, Helena Taylor, is not returning to reprise the role. Uh, Platinum Games announced that uh, due to uh, basically scheduling conflicts and issues getting her into the studio, that Helena Taylor would not be reprising the role and that they had picked up uh, AAA uh, royalty and voice acting, Jennifer Hale, Canada's own Jennifer Hale herself, uh, <laughs> to voice the role of Bayonetta <laughs> in the new game. Well, Helena Taylor went to Twitter and basically told Platinum Games Bro- to fuck NDA broke, broke NDA to go to Twitter and told uh, Platinum Games to fuck off and said that they were only going to pay her four thousand dollars for the entire game. If you don't know anything about Platinum Games, you don't know anything about Hideki uh, Kamiyama. Kamiyami? Kamiyami. Kamiya. I, whatever. I don't remember the man's name off the top of my head. It's just fucking voided out of my brain, unfortunately. Um, He's an asshole. And he is part of the leadership at Platinum. He's... He's very famous. He knows a bit of English. Most of his English is fuck you and you're blocked. Um, he's <laughs> he, he, he he does not play games and takes zero shit. And uh she went on Twitter and blasted Platinum and was like they were only going to pay me $4,000 for this and they weren't pay me a living wage and they're bastards and fuck them and boycott the game. And mind you, this she has not voiced the character at all she had all the time in the world she could to break in da at any point and go hey fuck you you didn't pay me enough you weren't gonna pay me enough so i said no um and but she did it a week or so before the game launches before game releases so Knocking. little bit of a little bit of a self-serving a little self-serving there and called for a boycott spun a sob story if you can tell by how i'm talking about this this, this gets real good um spun a sob story about it and yeah uh tw- the reddit and twitter crowds uh went out with their pitchforks raised and uh <laughs> got really pissed off about this and basically said that uh we should boycott the game and Helena Taylor is right. $4,000 is not a living wage for recording. And some people were throwing out numbers of like 260 hours of recording. And I'm just like, no, it's not 260 hours of recording. You're out of your fucking mind. Because um, I know a little bit. I know enough about voice acting to know that it probably for a mainstream AAA game like that, that's moderately there on voicing, probably about 20 hours worth of voice work in total. And then you go, okay, well, that's like $80 an hour for 20 hours worth of Which, uh, last
2: I checked, is more than a living wage.
0: Is much more than a living wage. I get it. It's like, yeah, it's just a 20-hour project. You get paid once, and then you move on to the next project. That's how voice actors work they get paid once and they move on to the next project unless it's a big budget, you know, mocap situation with multiple line readings and and they're doing face capture and all that stuff. It's usually you get in, you do a couple of sessions and then you're out. Now, $4,000 for 20 hours worth of sessions. That's a little low for, uh, for union do for union level, uh, work, but you know, whatever. Well, people called her out and then, um, Kamiya went on a blocking spree and got really pissed off on Twitter to the point that Twitter thought he was a bot and disabled his account. Nice. Because he was just blocking people so rapidly. Um, And he was like, and he basically that's said amazing. that, he basically said, this isn't the truth. I'm not going to talk about this, but what's being said is not the truth and that's bullshit. Please respect my rules. Kamiya has rules that he has on his Twitter for people to, follow if they don't follow he just blocks people he doesn't give a fuck he calls you out and blocks you um well some information got leaked to i believe it was bloomberg or forbes i want to say no it was schreier it was schreier i think they got from information so that would have been bloomberg i believe um they got a hold of some of the documentation now mind you this whole thing Jennifer Hale is being very quiet and just going, hey, guys, you all don't have all the information about what's going on. Please respect everyone, and let's just be nice about things. Very Canadian of her. Um, yeah, very Canadian. <laughs> well, Bloomberg or one of let's the other major friends. players got uh, got some of the information, got actual documentation, apparently, from the contract documentation. Yeah, no, she, she lied through her teeth. Um, The documentation lists that they would have offered her $4,000 per session for a minimum of three sessions and possibly as many uh, probably as many as five sessions for the recording. Um, Assume that those are four hour recording sessions. You're looking at about 16 hours of recording, 16 to 20 hours of recording. That where I was saying that that would be falling on that. Um, And that's $4,000 per session. Right, which makes the hourly wage now. It's something ridiculous like three hundred fifty dollars an hour or some bullshit like that. I don't even remember what it was, but yeah.
2: Well, no, if you're assuming a four-hour session at four thousand per session, that's dollars an hour.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> and it it probably was sixteen to twenty-four hours worth of recording in total across yeah. four sessions. So uh, across four to five sessions, probably. So, yeah, it, it's it, I I think some people were throwing out some numbers that like uh eight hundred and fifty dollars plus, depending on how many hours she was doing. So this yeah. is a, this is well above union average. This is way above union average. Actually, union average is much lower than that. It's like three hundred fifty dollars an hour on recording is a union mm-hmm. average. Um, and yeah, yeah, she tried to disengage very quickly. She tried to disengage from this conversation very quickly. I'm done talking about this video game. I would like to focus on the theater. <laughs> Bet you would. Yeah. Um. And don't a lot of people go your way, and a lot of people kind of had egg on their face, and then a lot, and but then people are turning this into a referendum on voice actors and how they're not treated fairly. And I'm like, four thousand dollars per session for four to eight hour sessions, you know, they're still making 500 plus dollars an hour and they can do multiple jobs a year. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not a matter of being a movie star. Yes. Movie stars. They make a movie every big movie stars. Let's say they make a movie every two years. Okay. One a year. They make, they make, they make a movie every year, every other year. They're on set for six months. And then they're doing press tours for the rest of it. For the next mm-hmm. six months.
3: Sure.
0: Yes, their compensation is gonna be commiserately higher because they their entire life will be revolving around that movie production. A voice actor goes in, and I'm not I'm not diminishing voice act voice work. I, I I I've I've shown interest in doing voice work before. I've done radio, I've done little things like this. I would love to do that professionally. I don't have I don't have the uh I don't have the patience, the time, or the consistency to do it professionally. So um, well, you
2: should, though, because you'd be phenomenal at it.
0: But the thing is, is that $4,000 per session for $20,000 to record 40 hours of line maybe, is insane. That's really good. That's great money. And like I said, a voice actor, some of the best voice actors can do their recording from home. Some of these top-tier voice actors have fully-fledged, fully, fully set-up studios in their homes. I guarantee you... Um, <laughs> I guarantee you that Steve Bloom and Jennifer Hale, they're voice-acting royalty. They do a lot of work. They work very consistently. They do a lot of jobs. They don't have to go into the studio for every recording they do. I guarantee you Steve Bloom is sitting in his underwear in front of his laptop in his recording booth at home doing some of these lines
2: oh but wait there's
0: more what did it come out that she had asked for he wanted a six figure payment and residuals on the game i said no I mean she is the
1: main character
2: I right mean, I mean to be yes. honest they didn't say no they went ah,
0: no Platinum then negotiated their rate with Jennifer Hale, which we don't know how much Jennifer Hale is being paid. We can assume it's more because she is gaming royalty on this. But they negotiated a rate with Jennifer Hale and secured that. They then went back and offered Taylor $4,000 for a single recording session to come in and do a cameo in the game. And she said no. And She said that was insulting. Hmm. so kevin is going down the rabbit hole there so go ahead
1: i'm i don't know enough about the voice actor industry to really like you know know what's fair and not fair and how they're being marginalized or how they're being mistreated i don't know i just don't know
0: so the biggest problem that I personally view with the, with the North American voice acting, and this is Canada as well, um, too often voice actors are seen as a lesser form of actor.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I can see that without question.
0: Um, they are considered a lesser form of actor, and thus they get paid commensurately less. They are more replaceable. The thing is, is that in the last 20 years, they've picked up a union. They are now union Voice actors okay. are full union members, so they have a negotiated minimum rate. They have, uh, you know, working condition requirements, things like that. The biggest problem mm. is, is voice actors being replaced. That is the biggest issue in the North American voice acting um, because they are considered interchangeable unless they're a huge name like a Jennifer Hale or a Steve Bloom. Or uh, back in the day, it was Applegate and people like that. Um, uh, Monica Rial. Uh, Habricorn, people like that. Bigger names that did a lot of work. Monica Rial, especially back way back in the day, Monica Rial um did a ton of work. Um the the modern day equivalents would be people like your Matt Mercers, your Laura Bailey's, or critical role cast mm-hmm. people.
3: Right.
0: Yeah. Um, they're sort of these these people that do a lot of work. They transition. They don't just do voice work, they do ADR, they do production, they do directing, they do things like that. Um, but the problem is, is that if you're not one of those people, you to a lot of folks, you're replaceable. You can just as easily any schmuck off the street can come in and read lines to some folks. This is a craft It is still a it is still art. It is still something that you have worked very hard on. So that's one of the biggest complaints that voice actors have is that not they're just that more... some
2: of them literally destroy their voices doing the oh, yes. voices that they do because yes. they kill like they destroy their vocal
0: cords. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but you have to think, okay, well, they come in, they do a week worth of recording, they do five five sessions worth of recording, they get paid $4,000 a session, or $2,000 a session, even at $2,000 a session on a five, four to six hour recording session, they're still making good money. They're yeah. not making California good money, they're not making LA good money is the problem, Well, but they're making good money for the rest of the country.
1: They- they also have to make, I'm assuming enough to like cover medical bill or their own medical and things like that. Like they're not, they're I'm assuming well, the, the contract for the, these jobs.
0: Yes. They're contracted per job. So the problem, the biggest problem is, is that Hollywood is so central on LA that to get some of these jobs, a lot of people, a lot of these voice actors do still have to move to LA, which means that they have to take extra jobs they have to take anything that comes up you Mm. know just to pay for their stuff whereas funny 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 fact did you know that the home of anime recording voiceover recording used to be Houston and Dallas
1: no why was that
0: because AD Vision worked out of Texas AD Vision was one of the first major um, voiceover like they would buy rights and they would redo the voices in the US and then they would ship out from there. They were based in Houston. And they had an office in Dallas and they were based in Houston. I grew up not too far from where ADV did recording. That actually got me interested in that whole thing, in the whole voice acting thing when I was a kid because I grew up not too far from where they did recording in Houston. Um but over the years as ADV shut down and things like that, they've moved so much of the production to Los Angeles. You used to be able to make a living wage as a voice actor in anime, at least in Houston, just doing, just doing working for ADV. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was really cool that that was a thing, but you can't really do that anymore. You have to move to L.A., you have to be face to face, you have to do all this stuff in person. And it made, it's made it a much more expensive business to be in just based on cost of living alone. But a part of the, like I said, and I'm getting back to the main point, part of the biggest problem is that they are considered replaceable because there's a thousand people, schmucks that can come in off the street and read and do voice work. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the other thing is people do complain that they do make too little money. Well, as you were saying, it's like, well, if they're the main character, shouldn't they get more? Yeah. Main characters probably get more, but if I can still record my lines in my underwear, in my soundproof closet, in ten hours over the course of three days. Why do I need to make a million dollars?
2: Keep your closet soundproof. <laughs> Get new underwear.
0: Where, now, if I'm going, if I have to go into a studio and do a full body three D scan, and they're doing facial tracking and mocap, and I'm doing all this performance work at the same time, yes, a hundred percent, my compensation should be much higher. Because it is my performance. I'm actually performing, not just using my <laughs> voice to perform. I'm using my whole body and my voice and everything else.
1: Aren't they normally like mapping facial expressions when people are doing that? Like, no. Just Hell in no. General?
0: Hell no. Not for a lot Hell of that stuff. No. no. Some animation, of it, A lot of it, no. Voice work? Hell no, they don't. They use keyframing like everybody else does in animation. Hmm. They do lip flaps and keyframing. Now, sometimes what they'll do is if it is an original production, they will record the person as they record their lines and use that to match the lip flaps while they're doing animation. But they're not doing, like, complicated facial scanning for this, generally. Hmm. The,
1: The funny thing to me is that, like, you can take a famous movie star and then put them into an animated thing, and then it's like, oh, my God, you've got... A famous yep. movie actor doing a, you know, animated thing like uh, Chris Pratt and the Marion mm-hmm. Brothers thing. But like, it, yeah, they, it's not the same because we don't even know how. Well, I don't even know half these voice actors names even.
0: Do you know but, the name uh, Martinelli? Like, no. Martinelli is the original voice actor for Mario, and he was not included in the movie. I believe he might have a cameo role but he's not included in the movie he's mm. the he is the originator of that role he has played mario in every spoken mario thing that he is that Mar mario from nintendo has done mm-hmm. since its inception wow and he is not the voice of mario
1: that's interesting but do you need uh, well
0: so this, this is this is part of the argument because they mm-hmm. say that these care these the voice actors are not respected in hollywood they're considered a second class performer mm-hmm. um they are replaceable. Um, One of the arguments that the voice acting community has had for a long time is that the originator of a character should be allowed to continue that character unless they give their blessing kind of thing. It's like, well, um, let's say... um, Mm. Let me think of a character. Uh, um, Weeb shit, weeb shit. Uh, uh, Travis Willingham. And I know this because Chris has talked about this kind of shit before. Travis Willingham, and I know him because I actually watched Full Metal Alchemist when it came out. Travis Willingham voiced a character in Full Metal Alchemist called Roy Mustang. Um, If a major Hollywood studio picked it up and wanted to do an animated movie, but they wanted to recast all the voice actors, that would be considered kind of a sin in the voice acting community because he originated the role if they tried to recast him in the role of Roy Mustang. Well, but if they went to him and it's like, hey, we're trying to redo this, we'd like to offer you a cameo role and, but we want to recast this role. Is that okay with you? And he's like, you know what? That's totally fine. I get it. That person's perfect for that. That's kind of considered being, at least showing respect to the actor Mm -hmm. and like giving them an opportunity to audition for the role or something like that. That would be respectful of them. But a lot of times in Hollywood, they just replace the role without telling anybody. Right.
2: Like the big stink uh, that went up when they replaced the voice of a uh, snake in Mel Solid.
0: Yes, David Hayter, another Canadian.
2: And they replaced it with another Canadian, Keeper Sutherland.
0: Keep yep. Now it's, that was it's, a bit of a complicated story. Is kind of the problem there? That was that was a very much a bit of a complicated story.
1: Well, I'll ve- I'll veer off that. I think like if you fast forward twenty years or fifty years in the future. It's conceivable that, like, you could have virtual actors, right? Like, everything is motion R&D. captured, all the voice, everything is virtual. <laughs> if you and make that into an animated show or whatever, if you replaced that person, you, it, they wouldn't be acting the same, they wouldn't sound the same. You could have the same skin on top of that virtual performance, right? But mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that same person it would be entirely differently. Go ahead,
0: go ahead, go ahead, sorry.
1: So I think, like, there is merit to that, like, should you stop drawing or, you know, animating a specific character if you can't get the voice, if you can't get the person who um, is the the voice for that character? And, you know, I I think there is an argument there.
0: So, it's wild, but we actually can fully deep fake a performance. Sure. It is totally doable right now. It mm-hmm. is totally doable. You can train a voice pattern and it can give you a reasonable approximation of someone based on samples of their voice. Yeah. You can completely deep fake a human being. Um you are just layering one person one image over a person's performance, they've done that already. Um, I, I bring up it's been it's been over a year at this point. Mandalorian, all right, Alright, You had Luke Skywalker, young. Spoiler Luke Skywalker. alert! I said it's been over a year. I don't give a fuck <laughs> at this point. You had young Luke Skywalker, all right? They had somebody in the studio playing the character, mm-hmm. and then they they deep faked. Mark Hamill over it and de-aged him. Whose performance is it? Uh, Both. How do you pay them? It's two actors playing the same role. How do you pay them?
1: Well, I think that also I think there's a lot more that goes into it.
0: What happens if it's a dead person? What happens if it's a dead person? Pay their estate. Okay, but do you pay how much do you pay the estate for their likeness how much do you pay the programmer who created the ai model of the voice how much do you pay the adr people that did the voice work that actually did it how do you pay the person who did the modeling for how that's supposed to look how much do you pay the modeler the deep faker how much do you pay the physical performer
1: (sighs) all of that goes into it
0: too
1: right A lot more smarter people than me are figuring that stuff out.
0: The problem is they're fucking people over right now in how they're establishing things. Because you have to look at the voice acting community right now Mm -hmm. and look at what's happened to them. And then you go, okay, well, this is going to happen to this industry in the future because it's completely unregulated. Just like the voice acting community was non union for a very long time. In fact, the voice acting community is still there are still a lot of jobs that do not go union. Uh, Blizzard famously was a non-union voice acting company for a very long time. Hmm. There are old performances that they had where they had to credit people under different names because it was a non-union job and they were a union member, so they had to conceal their identity. Hmm. Now they oh, have moved into the they they do use union voice work nowadays.
1: I mean it's it's like playing a role. It's like could you have someone besides um what's his name play Neo in the Matrix? Keanu um, Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Like I guess you could. Um I don't know how legitimate it would be without him in that role, but there are people tied to specific roles like that where it would be like really hard to do a matrix without him. But yeah, there doesn't seem to be anything like that voice acting wise that I'm aware of.
0: There is. Yeah. Again, like I said, voice actors are mostly just considered to be replaceable. They are, they're interchangeable. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Or like Frank Oz playing Yoda.
0: Uh, Frank Oz owns that role. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, is just like Peter Mayhew was Chewbacca even though you couldn't see Peter Mayhew Hmm. Uh, Peter Mayhew was the original Chewbacca he was the guy inside the suit and he when they replaced him I think Peter Mayhew was already dead at that point but when they replaced him for Solo pretty certain Mayhew was dead at that point um, a lot of people were up in arms about it Um, even though you don't see the actor, so how do you know that it's the actor's performance? There's a lot of thorny issues, uh, celebrity and content creation, and movies and films and voice acting work is all just a very complicated thing that we could talk about for hours and hour- that I could talk about for hours and hours and hours. But I think we're at a point where we need to go ahead and wrap this show up. I think. Right. I think you're about right um, there. Neth, do you have anything else you wanted to add on that? okay um let's go ahead and do final thoughts real quick uh Kevin um
1: my final thoughts are there thoughts? should be more of an emphasis on the people behind the animated stuff that's happening I think that voice actors aren't getting their due and yeah there should be there should be better publicity around that so that like we know who they are and we know like who they're playing and I guess people who are in the anime probably know more than that than i do but um yeah like i didn't know that one guy played mario and did his voice the whole time yep so yeah i think, I think we could do that do better there
0: i think my final thought is that i think voice actors deserve a bit more respect for their craft and what they do could mm-hmm. they be paid more yeah But I think most of it is just—I think they definitely just need more respect overall, as a um, as a performer, they need more respect. So, yep.
3: Agreed.
0: Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Easy, easy clap there. We got a good easy one there. Uh, Okay, yeah. And Ellie's pointing out real quick for me that uh, Mayhew died in 2019, and Solo was filmed in 2018, so he was still alive when Solo came out. Um, yeah, no, actually crash has got the best, uh, the best, uh, best final thought that I could do. That's actually going to be our, our out outro for this week. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be our show for this week folks to talk to us during the week. You can find us on Twitter. The show is at coast to coast EU. Kevin is at swing cat with a K Chris is at Akari underscore list. I of course am at, am witty yet? Ned is at net which send emails to feedback at coast to coast to EU.com. We'd love to hear from you. Join us live on Saturdays. We're recording the show on twitch.tv slash CTCEU for links to today's for links from today's show and to our discord you could go to the website coast that's always gonna fuck me up it's fucked me up for 150 fucking episodes and it's gonna continue to fuck me up <laughs> choose a review on soundcloud stitcher itunes spotify however it is that you get the show pumped directly into your auditory canal um say support your unions
1: boys and girls
0: support support your
1: <laughs> boys and girls